Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of our One Earth podcast, and this is your host for the day, Nemeth Singh. This episode is brought to you by the Vash Project Foundation. A multi-stakeholder partnership is a great opportunity that brings together all actors working to prevent any social or environmental issue from growing. By providing the space to share knowledge and experience, partners are able to work together to create and advance solutions to any pressing global issue. In today's episode of the podcast, we have Vivek JM, who would be pointing out the importance of partnerships and networking for tackling the issue of marine litter. Hello, Vivek. How are you doing today? And welcome to One Earth Podcast. Thanks, Nehmet. Good morning. It's really good. It's my pleasure to be here in this wonderful podcast of MASH Project Foundation in the first place. So I'll be thanking you instead. <laughs> Great to have you here, Vivek. So I would also like to you know, give our listeners a little background about you. So Vivek is a sustainability professional and an uh, environmentalist currently working as a waste management advisor in GIZ India. He's presently involved in the Indo-German Technical Cooperation Project titled Circular Economy Solutions Preventing Marine Litter in Ecosystems, demonstrating technological approaches to track and monitor litter in marine and riverine ecosystems, and also operationalize the extended producer responsibility framework for plastic packaging in India. In 2018, he was selected as a German Chancellor Fellow supported by the Alexander von Humboldt Foundation to work in the area of sustainable urbanization and circular economy. His main areas of interest include waste management, resource efficiency, and circular economy. And we're glad to have you on our podcast today. So at MASH Vivek, we have a heavy focus around enabling a partnership ecosystem. Because, you know, we firmly believe that partnerships help to amplify impact. But now coming more specific to marine litter, I would like you to highlight the need for a multi-stakeholder partnership to prevent the issue of marine litter. Wonderful, Nehmet. Thanks for this interesting thought and question. And once again, it's wonderful to be here. So uh, today, millions of tons of plastic waste end up in our oceans and in several water bodies. The macro and microplastics are also found in the top of our tallest mountains and even at the bottom of our unexplored oceans as well. As we all know, it has adverse effects on environment and human health, but we still do not know the full extent of this harm. Several reports and studies are now coming out on the deep effects of plastics, especially microplastics. We need to understand the existing flow of plastic materials in our society and the economy develop reliable statistics on the value chain of plastics, including production, trade, sale, consumption, and an end-of-life management. This is where partnerships is very important. It is important that we have metrics so that the monitoring and actionable points can be developed. As it is popularly referred that you can't manage what you can't measure. So globally, governments are also struggling to manage the waste generated, especially leakage of plastics in the environment and lack of definite data. So this is something that we need to tackle moving forward. Companies are also facing a lot of challenges. They may be suffering financially under the current business as usual scenario. The externalities that we usually see that then must be encountered and must be internalized. 
So for an effective approach, we need more disclosures of plastic usage and waste management so that the responsibility of different stakeholders becomes accounted. Recently, it has been stressed that a lot of commitment and action needs to be brought out by companies and organizations who are introducing plastics into the market. So the responsibility comes on to the companies as well on managing the plastic that is introduced. And this, the disclosures also kick in. Moreover, this will also give an opportunity for the investors. The investors can also be confident on the approaches of companies that they invest in. And one of the most recent examples is CDP, which is a global disclosure system. It's a not-for-profit charity that runs the global disclosure system for investors, companies, cities, states, has decided it's decided to expand its disclosure metrics to plastics. This shows that there is a growing importance on partnerships across different sectors. Partnerships between organizations, public and private sector, government organizations, investors to think about acting on tackling the issue of marine litter. And coming to uh, the countries and global uh, organizations working upon, there are several necessary legislative measures which have been put in many countries, including India, to tackle plastic waste. However, implementation mechanisms to manage litter must be based on partnerships which have an embedded approach of circular economy. Plastics constitute a very important segment of our economy and has contributed significantly to the growth of various sectors as well, especially automotive, agriculture, construction, electronics, healthcare, textiles, and most importantly, the FOPCG sector, and is an integral part of the industry value chain. Since plastic has become an unavoidable commodity and forms a part of all of our social strata, to overcome the global challenge of plastic pollution and marine littering, a cross-sectoral and transboundary systemic intervention is needed. As the goal 17 of sustainable development goals actually call for partnerships to mobilize and share knowledge, expertise, technologies, as well as financial resources. I would like to acknowledge the cooperation of various stakeholders across the globe who are targeting the avoidance of marine litter and also urge the formation of new alliances which could effectively tackle the problems. So this is the outlook that we currently need to enable a partnership ecosystem, understanding the fundamental challenges so that a systemic intervention is made so that the impact can be amplified. Great. Thank you for your viewpoint. I think uh, you rightly mentioned about how, uh, you know, especially the point where you mentioned about how we need to understand the flow of plastics. And, uh, you know, and, and it's so important otherwise as well to generate awareness around it, not only for the technical experts who are, of course, working on projects like you, but also for the common man to understand right from the production phase to, you know, throwing a wastage. I'm, I'm glad that you pointed this out. And uh, with this, we would also love to hear more about the Marine Litter project you're working on. And if you could highlight certain challenges in the space, especially from a partnership point of view. Yes, it's good to share the perspectives from our project as well. So the current project that I'm working on is titled, as you referred, as Circular Economy Solutions Preventing Marine Litter in Ecosystems. I'd like to give a brief uh, understanding and the background about the project. I'm working as a base manager advisor in the project, and this project is a joint Indo-German technical 
cooperation project that has been initiated by the German Federal Ministry for the Environment, Nature Conservation, Nuclear Safety and Consumer Protection, BMUV, in partnership with the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change, Government of India. The German government has a global commitment to support the move towards circular economy for managing plastics in the society. And this commitment consists of an action plan that focuses upon the avoidance of unnecessary plastic packaging, increasing the use of recyclates, source segregation and cleanup of our rivers and water bodies. This specific project which I am working on is implemented in India by the Deutsche Gesellschaft for International Susam and Abai, GIZ GmbH, jointly with the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change India. As a German federal enterprise, GIZ is a global service provider in the field of international cooperation for sustainable development and international education. For over 60 years, GIZ has been working in India, partnering with the government for sustainable economic, ecological and social development. The current focal areas include energy, environment, climate change and biodiversity, sustainable urban and industrial development and sustainable economic development. This project is a crucial project. It's an Indo-German bilateral technical cooperation project that supports the pilot state of Uttar Pradesh, Tamil Nadu and Kerala, wherein we are trying to demonstrate technological approaches to track, monitor and manage the marine and riverine ecosystems litter and also support the implementation of extended producer responsibility. So one of the approaches that we bring in is to look into all the stakeholders who are involved in the plastic value chain. So the challenges which also encounter due to the different stakeholders is something that we uh, try to overcome. We try to ensure that there is an effective cross-border cooperation and coordination in this project. This project is unique as it's a potential connect to government institutions as well as it is connected to the private organizations and industrial associations in the country. We also pilot innovative ideas as there is a massive startup and innovation ecosystem in India who are closely working upon ideas like biopolymers, enhancing efficiency of recycling, recycled materials, alternate business models like reuse, refill economy in the country. So these new innovations and approaches are something that we are trying to pilot in the country. So as new ideas are trying to be introduced, of course, challenges also come in when where we have to influence the consumer to change and shift the perspectives from the current consumption patterns to more circularity based approaches. Moreover, the project also focuses upon addressing the challenges from the source production perspective. So extended producer responsibility, which has been adopted globally, which is a key mechanism to achieve a true circular economy, is something that we are supporting through the project. The extended producer responsibility rules for plastic packaging were released by the Honorable Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change Government of India on 16th of February 2022, which mandates the provision of EPR, which has to be proved transformational in managing different waste streams across the world. EPR is expected to provide incentives to manufacturing eco-design and also ensure the end-of-life collection as well as management of the waste in the country. So the project is also supporting the Central Pollution Control Board to develop the centralized EPR portal which will enable the producers, importers, brand owners get registered, account for the targets of plastic that is getting uh, introduced in the market manage it 
and also collaborate and co-create with the plastic waste processors in the country to recycle the equivalent quantity of plastic released in the market by these producers and brand owners. So the project is supporting the central pollution control board in the development of the portal. And right. we are also supporting the single-use plastic national dashboard, which is maintained by the Ministry of Environment, which will be monitoring and tracking the developments across the country on implementing the SUP ban of the items which was introduced in 2021 as per the Plastic Waste Management Amendment rules. Moreover, in the pilot states that we work, for example, in the state of Tamil Nadu, working closely with the state government, we are also piloting innovative approaches. For example, there was a leading campaign which was introduced in Tamil Nadu state in December 2021, popularly referred to as Mindum Manchapai, which is introduction of the cloth bags back the tradition as well as the approaches to tackle the uh, growing use of plastic. We were trying to promote with the state government these approaches to tackle the issue. And in the state of other states where we work, we are also trying to pilot innovative solutions that will change the consumer perspectives at the same time, help in enforcement of the plastic waste management rules in the country. So these are the few of the approaches from the project that we are trying to address. And a lot of perspectives are going across the plastics waste value chain, starting from the production, consumption, trade of plastics, and finally the end of life management. And a lot of innovations are something that we are trying to support through uh, supporting the innovation ecosystem, the startup ecosystem in the country, and especially in the three states that we work. So it's a holistic project introducing multiple ideas, multiple perspectives, yeah. and ensuring um, cross-sectoral collaboration. That was, that was wonderful to hear about what GIZ is doing on this project. And I do believe that, you know, uh, partnerships would bring different innovations and traditional knowledge that can be very crucial for a project, to, especially in the implementation phase. Exactly. So I would also, you know, understand and uh, like to know that when it comes to the government, how do you feel that the ministries are responding and taking actions to make sure that ample networking and partnership opportunities are provided to organizations dealing with global issue? Yes. Uh, so there has been um, collaborations across governments as well. Uh, a lot of partnerships have been forged to take global collective action on marine litter. The fundamental area covered in all the responses globally as well as regionally stresses on reduction of marine plastic litter by adopting a comprehensive life cycle approach while recognizing the important role of plastics. So a couple of ones that I see a close collaboration of public as well as private sector. Uh, one of the one which I could point out now is a prevent waste alliance that's again initiated by the German Federal Ministry of Economic Cooperation and Development. So there is a working group on plastics which advocates the conservation of natural resources and development of a circular economy. Similarly, uh, another partnership project globally which is going on currently is the Glow Litter Partnership Project which is uh, a collaboration of different institutions, different countries, um, the Food and Agriculture Organization, FAO, International Maritime Organization, Norwegian Agency for Development and Cooperation, are partnering with several countries to tackle the litter from marine transport and fisheries sector. So there are approaches which are crossing beyond the sectors and crossing beyond the current consumption and current thought practices that we have. And... 
Of course, these are all precursors to a global alignment on tackling marine litter. And on August 22nd of this year, a group of 25 countries led by the Republic of Rwanda and Kingdom of Norway, they also formed a high ambition coalition. So the concept note which was released by the coalition stresses that they want to end the plastic pollution by developing an ambitious international legal binding instrument based on a comprehensive circular approach that will look upon the life cycle of the plastic, the entire life cycle of the plastics. So this is the international perspective. So there are a lot of partnerships getting forged and people are working together. Private sector also is working in similar lines. When we look into the country, as in India, in 2021, a lot of changes have taken place, especially with regard to the plastic waste management rules. The government had amended the rules with a focus on ban of identified single-use plastic items who have huge littering potential. In 2021, thinking about the lines of partnerships, the government of India also has constituted a task force, a national task force as part of the, uh, the Honorable Prime Minister's vision to tackle the challenge of single-use plastic. And this national task force is working closely with the different government departments as well as state and union territories to tackle the issue of plastic pollution, especially the focus is on marine litter. So the mandate has been transferred to different departments, including Ministry of Housing and Urban Affairs, Department of Chemicals and Petrochemicals, uh, the other startup ecosystems. Uh, states are working on task forces. They are developing guidelines and action plans uh, to tackle the challenge of single-use plastics in the country. So a lot of interventions are happening at the national level, international level, at the same time locally also these actions have been translated. So the partnerships is the idea that has now been recognized locally as well as globally. That's that's very insightful and that's good to know that, you know, partnerships is gaining that much of importance. And uh, about the treaties and the coalition that you mentioned, I believe even uh, it must be very knowledgeable for our listeners as well. And uh, so moving on to a topic that is very essential to talk about is also the Global Plastic Treaty 2024. So could you also break it down for our listeners and also share your thoughts on where India stands on this treaty? Yes, perfect. This actually came at the, comes at the time where we are leading to a global treaty, which is aimed for 2024. Okay. So setting the context, and this year in March 20, March 2nd, 2022, the United Nations Environment Assembly, UNIA, voted to formulate the international legally binding instrument by 2024 to end the plastic pollution. So the developed Union resolution to manage plastic pollution aims to have an international negotiating committee, which is expected to submit its draft agreement by 2024. The resolution categorically looks into the global rules and regulations, the alignments possible, financing and enforcement mechanisms aimed at managing across the life cycle of plastics. And key aspects of this resolution is that it recognizes the role of private sector as well as the key stakeholders, which include the workers from the informal and cooperative settings, to implement the treaty and promote the actions at local, regional and global levels. And globally, it has now been recognized that a single policy measure or one specific target in invention is not effective to monitor and manage the pollution. A mix of actions and partnerships are required. Speaking about India's involvement and the role of the uh, country in the Global Plastic Pollution Treaty, 
It was perhaps conceived after India's clarion call for a global ban on single-use plastics at the UNIA Forum in 2019. So the con- country has been instrumental in driving such kind of a resolution in a global platform with the commitments which the country has taken. The government of India has also strong commitment to end the menace of plastic pollution, starting from its Swachh Bharat Abhiyan mission, which has become recognized globally. And India is also committed to be part of the UNIA resolution, which is now hoped to look into the whole life cycle of plastics, which addresses all the potential risk of plastic pollution, covering life cycle stages and possible interventions that could be undertaken across the value chain. Essentially, the treaty is all about introducing strategies to stop plastic pollution at various stages of production and consumption wherever it is deemed most efficient and appropriate rather than developing high cross infrastructure to clean up the problems later so the entire approach of the life cycle looks into the management of plastics at the same time adopting sustainable consumption and production practices and promoting it worldwide Thank you so much for explaining the treaty to us and it was also lovely to hear that India has taken such strong steps that would you know fall under the treaty as a whole so moving on to our last segment um are there any suggestions or innovative ways for organizations to be more active for partnering up for any dedicated cause yes Uh, definitely so the tackling marine litter as we had discussed that it demands a systemic approach rather than the regulatory mechanisms we need to think about tangible solutions to implement closed loop measures wherein people can contribute the startups can contribute for example like alternatives to plastic certification systems which can be collaboratively developed ideas of digitalization of the consumer economy etc Furthermore citizen engagement on reduction of SUPs shift to existing alternatives and sustainable lifestyle which we have to adopt and India has been a front runner for the uh, sustainable lifestyle mission which was recently launched so we need to promote that amongst ourselves especially from the country that ha- has a global uh, presence as well as which has initiated the global discussions for a global treaty a transition to the plastic future can only be achieved through introduction of approaches strategies policies and plans which aims at the sustainable consumption and production patterns i also strongly believe that to achieve the global agreement we need to bring in companies investors who invest in such companies who play a crucial role civil society organizations ngos government authorities a key stakeholder in this process and also the youth because this treaty of of a global stature which crosses across the boundaries crosses different sectors will be most effective when designed with all stakeholders there are global coalitions of private sector development sector organization regional authorities which need to work collaboratively to co-create and deliver what is required to protect the oceans and seas as it is needed to be nurtured and protected so each one has a responsibility to have a safe and secure oceans and transfer it to the future development future generations and this is effectively what we target by the sustainable growth the agenda 2030 that we popularly refer so each one has to think effectively collaborate co-create and innovate new ideas so that 
our existing linear economy can be transferred to a circular economy and resource efficiency can be ensured. Great. Thank you so much for the suggestions and it was framed so well, Vivek. And, uh, you know, I, I believe the entire podcast was very informative as well. So personally, I enjoyed listening to you and I'm sure our listeners also enjoyed listening to you. Um, to all your experiences and knowledges, it was, it was really great listening. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Neymar. It was wonderful to interact with you as well. Thank you. So if you liked our podcast, then do listen and share with your friends. You can also visit our social media handles for more such content. Do not forget to follow MASH Project on social media. I hope we all opt for sustainable choices to fight against climate change. And with that note, we would like to bid goodbye to you all. See you in the next episode. <laughs>